Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about the acute shortages that have been created by the massive shift in our economy over the past year. I hope to convince you on today's show that the price inflation we're experiencing is not temporary. There's several contributing factors to increasing prices. I'm going to touch on a couple. The first is caused by shortages of specific commodities. Prior to the pandemic, suppliers were used to packaging their products in a specific way depending on the end customer. For example, if your meat processing plant is packaging for the restaurant industry, they'll put 24 chicken breasts in a box and send these large flat trays to the restaurant supply chain. But when restaurants closed and the same population was consuming roughly the same amount of chicken, that chicken needed to be packaged for the supermarket supply chain where there might be only two chicken breasts in a package or maybe six, but not 24. All of that required changes to the production line and a lot more packaging. I love the convenience of ordering items online. I love the time saving, but every time a package is delivered to my door, I'm astounded by the amount of packaging dedicated to my single order. The original supplier put the product in a plastic wrapper inside a box inside a shipping box. But then Amazon put the shipping box inside an Amazon box with a large amount of bubble wrap to protect the shipping box and its contents from damage during delivery. All of this online shopping is reducing the demand for expensive real estate, but it's consuming a ton more packaging. Now, the price for polyethylene, for example, which is used extensively in shipping, has increased from $820 per ton to $1,850 a ton. You might wonder where polyethylene comes from. There's several sources, all of them a byproduct of the oil industry. There's a few mega plants in Louisiana called ethane crackers. What they do is they take methane, which is natural gas, and through a chemical process, change methane to ethane, and then to ethylene, and then polyethylene, which is the flexible plastic used in most commercial packaging. Now, natural gas prices have more than doubled in the past few months. You can expect even higher prices for packaging in the coming months once the existing inventory of polyethylene works its way through the system. Polypropylene prices are also up from $1,100 a ton to $1,770 a ton. It's a similar trend with cardboard and corrugated paper. All of these price increases aren't simply due to higher demand either. Supply has fallen in a lot of cases. Last March, when a number of wood pulp producers went out of business, nobody noticed and no one frankly even cared. But it turned out that more than 10% of all of North America's paper capacity vanished practically overnight, just before demand started to surge. Now, new businesses have been opening but it takes longer to build that new capacity than it takes to destroy it. We had so many supply reductions over the past year that many businesses are struggling to keep up with the surge in demand. I see advertisements for hiring everywhere. A recent career fair was held near one of my properties. Reports were of very low attendance. I speak with business owners over a wide array of businesses. Virtually everyone I know is hiring. The number and quality of applicants has been low. Labor shortages are everywhere. Last week, I was in a meeting with two different restaurant owners. One of them was lamenting that he was advertising for line cooks at 30 bucks an hour and getting zero interest. The other owner, who overheard that, said, don't say that too loudly because he's paying his line cooks 15 an hour and he wants to hang on to them. See, the restaurant industry is facing rising labor costs, and this is going to change the economics of dining out. Online forums to the restaurant industry are full of comments from people who have left the industry complaining how hard they worked for too little pay. They're demanding almost double their previous salaries, even to consider coming back to the industry. At 2% inflation, many people don't notice that they're falling behind. 
Most don't pay close enough attention to their spending to notice inflation. But today, there's no escaping that prices have spiked across a wide range of day-to-day goods and services. Employees are demanding higher pay to keep up, and we've not heard this kind of chorus for higher pay in several decades. Employers need to be prepared to offer higher wages in order to attract workers. Now, economists speak about inflation being anchored. That's a fancy term for expectation setting. If the public expects low inflation, they tend not to demand higher wages. But if they expect rising prices, then they do demand higher wages, which results in higher costs and higher prices. And rising prices at that point become a vicious circle. While prices for commodities like fuel and lumber, they can go up and down, salaries rarely, if ever, go down. So when the labor component of production costs increase, those increases, they're here to stay. Consumer prices are accelerating. We can expect this period of inflation to persist for a good long while. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.